occasion for us to continue to experience his awesomeness. I strongly believe that all that God has been beckoning unto us, you are responding and you are taking cue and note of what God is doing in our midst. Because anytime that God is about to do something new, he will cause a stirring in the lives of his people. And I strongly believe that your stirring is being responded to and God's favor is being established in your life. Today, I, I want to, because we are in, in the fast, um, pausing from our teaching, uh, though I'll come back to it, and I want to give you, I mean, uh, a lesson based on the book of Esther. So until we finish the fast, I'll be giving you snippets of, I mean, of uh, teachings from the book of Esther. Uh, today, uh, I want us to look at positive lessons to prevent self-invoked demotion or how to prevent self-invoked demotion. You know, in the time we, when we started the fast, we came across uh, the queen called Vasti, whose arrogance caused her to be demoted. And because her arrogance actually caused her, she lost the place as a queen. And she was prevented from having access to the king. But it was self-inflicted. And we also will read the, um, that portion again, I mean, today to just highlight it. And then I'll give you a few things that you can do to avoid that. You can avoid it. Anything that is self, anything, any harm that you do to yourself, if you learn, you can reverse it. Somebody say amen. amen. Yeah. If it's somebody doing it to you, at times, uh, or if it's coming from another source, your control over it is a bit limited. But if it's from you, then it means that you can. You can change it. You can stop it. Somebody say amen. amen. And today I want to share with you how you can stop yourself from being demoted. And I'm talking about in any area of life. Don't just look at it from any just spiritual dimension. Because the truth of God cuts across every sphere of our lives. God's word is to the total man. And the total man is spirit, soul, and body. Uh, with the body, you make interactions with this outside world. And everything that goes on in this life is done mostly in the outside world. So if you know how to apply the principles of God's word properly, you will see that you will gain control 
over things that are happening around you. So we're going to look at how to stop self-invoked demotion. Let's read how it happened in the life of the queen. Again, that portion. So let's go to first, sorry, Esther chapter 1. Esther chapter 1, verse 19 through 22. How to prevent self-invoked demotion. Demotion simply means that to be reduced from a place of influence, to be displaced from a place of honor. Amen? Amen. That is what demotion means. To be diminished, to be reduced from a place of influence and honor. Esther chapter 1, we're reading from verse 19 through 22. If it pleases the king, let a royal decree go out from him, and let it be recorded in the laws of the Persians and the Medes, so that it will not be altered. That Vashti shall come no more before King Ahasuerus. And let the king give a royal position to another who is better than she. When the king's decree which he will make is proclaimed throughout all his empire, for it is great, all wives will honor their husbands, both great and small. And the reply pleased the king and the princess, and the king did according to the word of Memukan. Then he sent letters to all the king's provinces, to each province in its own script, to every people in their own language, that each man should be master in his own house and speak in the language of his own people. The essence of what I'm sharing with you is preventing your life from being reduced. In God, the heart and the intention of God for every child of God is that you will move from glory to glory. That means increase is the heartbeat of God. Everything you do, yes, there are times that we may go through challenges and I mean and trials and temptations. That is different. But when it becomes like your life is being lived in retrogress, when we talk of retrogress, you see progress and retrogress. Somebody say amen. amen. Progress is going forward and retrogress is going backwards. Amen. So God wants you to come to this realization and understanding that in him it is forward ever. Backwards never. That's why the Bible says that the spirit of God does not take delight in people who draw back. In people who do what? Draw back. There are people all their lives is about 
check in and as soon as things don't go the way they want, the way they anticipate, then they start moving back, walking backwards, backsliding. No. Hello? Hello? Hi. I know some of you, you, you want to learn and do, you want to practice as you used to do, you do, I mean, backsliding and just moving backwards, just like that. No, 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 you don't you move on backwards. You, you don't want that in your life. You want to progress. <laughs> we are on the ascendancy. We are progressing. We are climbing. Somebody shout and say hallelujah. Say promotion. Say promotion. It's never my portion. Shout hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. If even it becomes a conspiracy of the devil to hit you, to push you back, it shall be a launching pad to another dimension of elevation. But then it will never happen to you that you yourself will do things that will self-sabotage. It's a very strong word. When you self-sabotage or self-destruct. That means you are your own enemy. Most of the time, people that we cannot advise go through that. People who don't listen to advice. People who don't listen to guidance. God through self-sabotage most of the time. There are so many things I can tell you that if you listen, you prevent from happening in your life. Why? In this life, God has made it in such a way that things that you are about to go through, somebody has been through it or somebody is going through it. So, or somebody has some kind of like inside that can easily help you not to waste your strength your energy in going in circles. Most people have become a law unto themselves. That as soon as, as soon as something doesn't go their way, then they think it, it, it shouldn't happen. If you become like that, most people, uh, when they come around you, they'll get to a point where even if you are going into a ditch, it will be quiet and watch you. Whereas they know that there's a trap here. They know there's a trap here. They know there's a trap here. There are booby traps in life. There are booby traps. You cannot see. Some people can see. And these are different. I always say this. The way I am, I always tell people, if I come across people or friends, and I know this, my friend can do this thing. I mean, what is the point? Ah, I will ride on his wisdom quickly and shortcut my journey. Hello? We used to go to places in a, in, a, in, a, in a gathering where you can see demons and people sitting there can't see them. And at times, you want to challenge somebody who can see demons. What is wrong with you? They have the gift to see into the realm of the spirit. Some people are greater like that. That's how some people can draw. They can draw. They look at you. Some can look at you, close their eyes, and draw you. It's a gift. So if you may, please be a listening person. Be a listening person. Pause and listen. There are some things 
tried to finish. And at times, don't say anything. Go back. Muse over it. Reflect. And see. Or go back and say, ah, what you said, I want to know more. And then the person may highlight it. And then you get what you can get in order to progress. But look at Vasti. It's rather unfortunate. A place of honor, a place of influence was given to her as a queen. That time, do you know what? After the Babylonian Empire, the next kingdom that came was the Medo-Persian, the Medes and the Persian Empire. Hello? And they conquered the then known world. Conquered the then known world. Every country was under them. Somebody say amen. amen. And you are made a queen. Such an honorable place and position. And then at a point in time, your services are needed in a particular way. Please let me say this. If God gives you a gift, Find a way to use it to serve. Amen? Amen. Some of us, if I get, I can preach five times a day. And if I get, I'll preach. I'll do and do and do. I'll never get fed up because this, this is my calling. This is the reason why God created me. I have to die doing it. Them, you know, that I will never retire. I'll preach and drop dead one day. Maybe I'm preaching and when I finish, I'll snap. I'm gone. And I'll check out of this world. I'm gone. I'm finished. And I want you to use your gift the same way. Yeah. And I like I like talking about, I mean, I, I, I was just, I mean, trying to push somebody into, and I'm, I'm like, you see, one of the ways that you can bring the juice, all of us, we have juice in us. Juice is anointing. All of us, every child of God, as soon as you get born again, and the Holy Spirit comes upon you, the anointing is there. It's already there. But you got to draw it. If you don't push there and reach it, it won't come. And if you are not careful, you think some people are more. No! Get passionate about it and get zealous about it. Get deep, deep and deep and deep until you reach it. And when you reach it, to start flowing, and you see how joyful your life will be, and how beneficial your life will become to others. Not, nothing personally, because of the prophetic gift, I, I push people into their destiny and their gifts. And this has been my promise. So if I see somebody, and I'm advising, I say, ah, you can do this, do this, do this, do this. try this, and it's going to be okay. And if I see that somehow the person is dragging their feet or they are becoming carnal about it and they are giving up it, then I'm like, do you know that attached to the giftings of all of us is money? That is how God created it. That is why when we are coming to this world, the way God loves us, like when we are coming to this world, we are giving everybody the goal that we need. But he did it. He has attached it to your gift. Everyone. So if you identify your gift, you work on it, and you make it serve people, it will attract. 
And you sit on it and you are looking. You look for everywhere. So she had opportunity. It was her beauty. Hey, her beauty made her a queen mother. And now because of that, which made you to become a queen mother. And when the dignitaries are gathered and they say, come. And let the king show you to the people of influence. Do you know that even, even in, in, in our parents' world, I'm debating a little bit about that. Do you know, when we go to most cars, when they do it new, they make beautiful girls. You think why? Stand and take pictures with it and do that. Some people buy them. <laughs> Not because of what a car can do, but it's a beautiful girl that is posing like that. What? Beauty has a place. It has something to do. That's your gift. That is your gift. Your gift may be different. Whatever your gift is, Work on it and let it serve people. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Hello. Amen. Now, Masti decided not to. What? Arrogance. She has forgotten that her, her place is to serve the kingdom. So she became arrogant. And when she became arrogant, she did it. And the kingdom became disgraced. The king became disgraced. Hello? The kingdom became what? Disgrace. And as a result of that, the leaders and everything came together and they advised the king and said, demote her. Demote her so that other people will learn from it. If not, it's going to increase. It's going to go on like that. And our entire kingdom is going to be ruined and destroyed. Do you know that? In most families, in most families, when you see that, I, I'm speaking from the man's of let's, let's take vice versa. When one spouse begins to be rude to the other spouse, other people outside start being rude to the spouse. Mm -hmm. So if you have a wife and you look down upon her, disgrace her, other people will begin to treat it. The same thing if you have a husband and you start speaking to the husband anyhow, challenging the husband publicly and that kind of thing. Other people will do the same thing. I've seen couples that I tell them that you are not you are complimenting yourself. So what is the point of challenging publicly? I've seen some people they are in the quest. For power. They are too power drunk. Power, power, power drunk. That if they have to step on everybody to get to where they want, they will do that. But hey, no, no. Amen. Amen. So, note it carefully. <laughs> the Queen Mother, Vashti, disgraced the entire kingdom. And then she was demoted. If you are not careful, if it's from our, our part, people will say, oh, maybe it's witches from her family. It's not witches. This one is so clear. It's not witches. Witches, demons have not come there. And now they'll be chasing one prophet after prophet. And then they'll be blaming the husband, the king. Now that the king has become popular. Now that the king, the king has expanded. Look at what they forget. I've seen people in families, if I speak from there, 
man's perspective, it doesn't mean that men also don't do to their wives. So don't get it wrong. I'm saying it from both sides. Note it carefully. I've seen people who, in their homes, they allow people to advise me or bad way, bring them or something thing. Until when you get into that, you are beginning to say that you don't want a relationship. And when the relationship is gone, then you are crying and saying, maybe it's, 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 maybe it's a girl somewhere or it's a woman somewhere. If, if, that's it, if, if you are not taking care and somebody takes care, you are telling the person to take it. I want, I want Christians to be thinking Christians. Let's not just be people who think that uh, as soon as we pray and as soon as we fast and as soon as they die, say, no, we pray, we fast, and then we use wisdom. There is a way that Christians conduct themselves. There is a way. Look at that. It's so vivid. Demoted. And then I, I read another, another portion that I want us to read. Let's go to about about I mean Esau. Let's go to I mean Hebrews about Esau. You you, you remember how, how how their birth was, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean uh, uh, although there was a prophecy to be frank, I mean concerning I mean Jacob and Esau, there was a prophecy. That you remember uh, when, when the mother was pregnant, there was a fight in the womb. And when, when, when the fight was going on, I mean, she went to inquire and she was told that there are two great nations. Notice, two great of glory to God. This is destiny, yo. This is destiny. That means this is what God has intended. Two great nations in your womb. But the older Shall serve the younger. Notice, that was the prophecy I heard. So it is, it is stated, it is enshrined in destiny, but he didn't need to do anything for it to happen. God would have worked his own thing. You understand? Let me bring this in about, about I mean, the Bible says, well, well, if you read, if you read, I mean, Psalms, in Psalms, he says that, I mean, Jesus Christ will be betrayed. It was prophesied there. But nobody's name was attached to it. So of all the 12 disciples, Judah shouldn't have become. I see people who say, oh, Judas, that was Judas's destiny. No, Judas's name was not mentioned. Just that Jesus said it, that haven't I chosen only 12 of you, but one of you has allowed the evil one to enter into him. That means something happened which was not supposed to be so. That is why instead of being part of the 12 apostles, he hung himself and they needed to choose another person to make up. He became demoted. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. By his own. But look at it. Jesus trusted in him so much. So in the beginning, it was not like that. Jesus loved him. Jesus trusted him. Why? Why? You, you read the Gospels, you see it. All the monies of Jesus' ministry was kept. He was accountant. He was accountant. Somebody said, Amen. Amen. And if all the money was with Judas, that means that, I mean, Jesus trusted Judas so much. 
So it was not, it, it was something he chose, something he did. Why? Because he wanted to make profit when he heard that people were talking about because of Jesus' popularity. He's been going, he's been so close, and now he thinks, ah, he's ordinary. He strokes like I strong. Hello. Hi. When we go and we are hungry, he's also hungry. We all eat so. So what's making so this that's normal? Hello? Hi. So when he heard they were talking, and he said, ah, I can make money. He was being smart. I can trick him and make money out of him. Even I don't care that man they give to me. Then he went secretly and treated the love and the bond between him and Jesus for 12 pieces of silver. 12 pieces. But then he ended up using the same money to buy a field to hang himself. Let me tell you. Instead of so, they had to choose Matthias to replace him. In Acts of Apostles, Matthias was chosen to become the 12th apostle instead of Judas. Why? Because he's be shepherd, somebody had to take over. God has great things for you. Amen. I pray that you will not do things that will demote you. Amen. 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 Hello? Hi. Demotion must be out. It should be from glory to glory, from honor to honor. Amen. And this is God's plan for you. Amen. Oh, somebody shout and say hallelujah. hallelujah. So although the prophecy was given about Jacob and Esau, he didn't need to do anything for that to happen. So let's see how, uh, I mean, he's spoken about in Hebrews. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. Apply this to every area of your life, please. Because these are timeless truths that can suffice in every area of your life. In every area. That is how God's truth is. Let's read, I mean, 12, we're reading from verse 14 through 17. He says, pursue peace with all people. Note it. Pursue peace with all people. Unholiness without which no one will see the Lord. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God. You don't want to fall short of the grace of God. The grace of God is what enables you to do things that your strength can never ever achieve in life. The grace of God is that ability of God that comes upon you for you to achieve, to attain things that your strength can never, your connections, your ability can never give to you. That is what we got. So he says, be careful that you don't fall short of the divine ability that comes upon us. That means we can fall short of it. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. He says, when you do that, lest, look at it, lest any root of bitterness Springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. Look at that. Because people have become short of the grace of God, that which enables them to achieve what God. Now they have become bitter. When you become too much embittered, everything somebody says, you have suspicion about it. You hear something, you ask something, it's because of this, it's because of that, it's because of this. No, I always tell people, anytime that you think somebody that you know. Go to the person and ask, oh, but this thing happened, or maybe I heard about, maybe I didn't hear it's right. What, what were you, 
Maybe the explanation will let you know that, oh, it's not what I thought. But if you are not careful, you will make everybody become evil. In your eyes, in your eyes, everybody will be evil and you'll be the only good person. This is not Christianity. No, 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 no. I'm the bishop here, but I'm, I'm, I'm not holy than all of you. No, 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 no. It's not like that. So I don't. You make, you make, you make, you make mistakes and I help you to get out of it. It doesn't mean that you are evil. So he says that if you are not careful, bitterness will come into your heart. And when it comes like that, you look at things through that person. And I always tell people who come close to me that anytime you see that you are becoming too critical, check yourself. It's not the people it's you. When you are becoming overly critical, this one, 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 this this one we we need we need we need we all need one another. We all need if not this one will be chaos. Somebody say amen. amen. We are all interconnected, we are all interrelated. You may not have spoken to the person before, but what the person does has effect on your well-being of living in this world. Your amen is weak. Amen. I need a stronger one. Amen. Oh, I need a better one. And this will cause trouble, and by this, many become defiled. He says, by this kind of bitterness, people become defiled. That means you become polluted. You lose your essence of holiness, which has been imputed to you. Because you think wrong, you presume wrong, you calculate wrong, you judge wrong, you condemn left, right, center. Somebody say amen. amen. This is what started getting into Esau. You see, started getting into Esau for him when this came into him. You see, then he started scheming. And you know what he did? Okay, then I might as well sell my best right. So when, when he came and he was hungry, he was hungry, and then Jacob said, okay, you have anything for me, I'll give you this. And then he just gave his best. Okay, what is best right to me? So he swore and gave his best right over for the sake of what? Sue. Or soup. If God gives you a position, it's for you. Stand there and stand there well. Amen. Amen is weak. Amen. It is not by chance. That God has put you in a particular place, in a particular position. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Occupy it decently, nicely. And because of that, let, let's read further and see what he did. It's so sad. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, you see, like Esau. That's uh, the end part of verse 16. Who, for one muscle of food, sold his birthright. For you know, I like verse 17 so much. He says, For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. Look at because of what he did to himself later, he cried and cried. He wanted it, but there was no place. May it never happen to you that you will be demoted. Amen. 
So today, I want to share with you a few things that you can do to prevent self-demotion. Somebody say, Amen. You can prevent it. The first thing, as people of God's covenant, is that our relationship with God should be more important than any position that we attain in life. Our relationship with God should be more important than any position we attain in life. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. From the two stories you will see, taken especially, I mean, Vashti, her position consumed her mind. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Her position as the queen of Susa consumed her. So she became full of the position rather than the relationship to the kingdom. Rather than the relationship to the king. And in our case, it is our relationship to God, to Christ that matters. Are you building your relationship with him? Are you growing in your relationship with God? Or is it just the position? Positions can be there today. They may not be there tomorrow. How many people? Even at that through no fault of yours, you may have a position and the next time it's not there again. Somebody say amen. amen. But if you have a solid relationship, it can never be taken away. Your relationship with God matters more. So seeking to grow in Him, seeking to understand Him, should be what you strive for. Not position, influence. Position talks about influence upon people. I want this one. I want this one to see me. I want this one to come around me. I want this one, this one. That is position. That is not related. But if you have a relationship with God, God can connect you Amen. to anybody here on earth. Amen. Without striving, without scheming, without. But she got consumed by the position. Hey, everybody should know that uh, I'm the queen. You boast, boast of this, that you know the Lord. That you know the Lord. That is what Jeremiah says. Our boasting should not be in things. Our boasting should not be in position. Our boasting should be that you know God. Amen. Somebody shout, Hallelujah. Your relationship with God supersedes everything. And if you are connected to God by relationship, you can never be demoted. Because God's hand is always sustaining you. Because he sustains this world by the word of his power. Even if they skip and plot and throw you into a pit, your pit will become a source of your elevation. Into a, look at Joseph. Into another dimension altogether. Why? Because he had a solid relationship with God. Hello? Bye. Hello? Bye. Strive to grow. Strive to understand why God, through Jesus, is calling you unto himself. Look at how it cost him. He made Jesus to come and die so that you can come through the blood, come into relationship with him. This is so awesome. A supreme sacrifice. So that you and I can have a relationship with God. The Bible says at one time we were alienated 
from the commonwealth of Israel. We were enemies of God. We were people pending the wrath of God. But through what Jesus did, we've been brought near. Oh, let your nearness to God be all that you cherish. And I saw that. Invest in that. Grow in that. Amen. If your relationship with God becomes more important than your position. And this is a, a general leadership principle. It's a general leadership principle. Your relationship and bond with the people you are leading, if it becomes so important, more than your position, you will see that you thrive. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Wherever you thrive. You'll be progressing. Why? Because your relationship is fluid. The second thing that can help you to prevent self-demotion or self-invoked demotion is seek to know and honor the delight of Christ in your life. Seek to know and honor the delight of Christ in your life. Seek to know and honor the delight. You see, in our lives, there are certain things that bring joy to God. Especially when you use your gift. When God sees that you are using your potential, your ability, your gift in his kingdom. When you are using your gift to serve other people. Somebody say amen. Without any ulterior motive. And I want to say that without any what? Ulterior motive. Or any hidden agenda is the same meaning. Without any hidden agenda. Amen? Amen. If there is no hidden agenda and if there is no material motive and you use your gifts to serve people, it brings delight to God. Somebody say Amen. Amen. But in this particular context, you see that instead of using her gifts, to serve people, to bring delight to the king, she refused to use her gift. It brought disgrace. And the consequence followed. And it's self-inflicted. She can't believe which is from her family. She can't believe whatever, but it's not. She can't believe the dumb of people. It's not. Are you here? Yes. Hello. Hi. I'm not bragging no more. What I teach you is higher dimension. Amen. If you take it and apply it, wherever you find yourself, you survive. Amen. Wherever you survive. And you will excel. Not yet survive. You will excel. Somebody say, Amen. Devotion is not your portion. No, it's not. It's not an intention of God. But if you choose to bring it to you, God will not stop it. If you choose willingly to bring it to yourself, God will not stop it. Because he has given our wills to us. That is why times people, people don't go to church, you don't understand God. They say, that, why is there so many bad things are happening in the world? And we say God is good and God is not stopping it. God has given our will to us and we are using our will to do bad things against ourselves. And then we go to blame God. Hello? You can't blame him. It's a choice. And he has made it clear that if you choose this, this is what is going to happen. If you choose this, 
This is what is going to happen. And then he says, I don't want you to be a robot. I want a relationship with you. So decide. That's why he made us free will moral agent. I've seen people who, who argue. They ask Adam and Eve, why is it that God put them in the garden? And God said, don't touch this. When they were going to touch it, why didn't God stop them? And I say, your argument is flawed. He wants relationship. So he said, oh, this one will bring you harm, death. So don't. But everything, I'm giving it to you. So why do you go and listen to secondhand message? Say secondhand message. Secondhand message. Most people, anytime that they start undermining themselves and destroying good relationships that they have, is because they are listening to wrong people. They are listening to wrong voices. Somebody you know, somebody you cheap, right? You see, for beer, somebody you knew no piano, you so can you have any man. So when somebody comes to tell you something, and the person you know, the person you know, you can say, no way. I know this person. So I don't even want to listen to this. Thank you. It's okay. Go. Hello? Hi. Some people get home to start in the wood. in the wood. The one who put in the wood, cutting wood. Any wind that blow, fu 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 They are following me. Then another wind will blow for 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 for. Then it's not going to move for for for. It's going to start for for for. It's not going to fast. Obusa, I won't come on you. Hello? No, no. We are progressing. Somebody shout and say Hallelujah. Amen. Seek to honor. Uh, know and honor the delight of Christ in your life. Something that some things it brings joy to God in your life. Do it more. Do it more. If you know that God likes this in my life, or this is my purpose, that area, go more in that. Go more in that. And then you see that, oh, he will also look at you, and then you begin to open avenues of things that your strength cannot open for you. And then you pour more divine endowment, and you will not come short of the grace of God. Somebody shout and say, hallelujah. hallelujah. The third thing you can do to prevent self-invoked demotion is learn to heed the voice of God at all times. Learn to listen to the voice of God. I mean at all times. I'm adding at all times because when it's convenient, it's easy to listen to the voice of God. When it's easy to do, when it doesn't cost you anything, it's easy. When it's not challenging, it's easy. But listen to the voice of God at all times. All times. All times. All the celebrations that we are doing is pending your wedding celebration. Amen. God told me. Amen. Everything that we are doing now is setting the stage that God will showcase you. Amen. Hello? And it's all here. It's going to trickle down and affect a lot of people. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Say, hey, that's it, God. That's it. He's spreading the prophetic so strong. He says he receives it. And it's going to happen like that. Amen. Somebody shout and say amen. amen. Say amen. 
says you do something, hey, nothing can stop you. Amen. So I advise you, don't, don't, don't try to scheme. And, you know, at times, at times we think we, we have to help God. You get what I mean? No, 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 no. You do, do the things that I'm telling you. Do It's between you and him. Do your part between you and him. And see him. God, 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 God is a master chess player. Amen. Somebody say amen. He makes the moves and you yourself, you'll be there and you'll be suppressed. See what the Lord has done. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Ah, I went to a program, let me tell you. That time I was very new in London. I was very new. And one gentleman came to see me at a place that I was patching. I'm using patching because I was patching. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I was literally patching. <laughs> that means I have no place. I was just, I mean, squatting at somebody's place. I mean, but anyway, I won't go to the back. But let me speaking from London. I was patching and he came. And then when he came to see me, he had been to my program. I mean, in Ghana previously. So he came and, I mean, he was done. And then when he was about to go, he said, Oh, prophet, there's a program going on. At Edmonton, at that time, I didn't even know any place, no, 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 the Lord said, I will use you here. Amen. And this is between me and God. I said, nobody knows me. So, so when he said, I'll use you here, then he asked me, do, do, do you want me to go and tell, I mean, the leaders that uh, you are a man of God from Ghana so that they will give you a book. I said, no, no, no. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to stand there. Because the place was packed. So I just sat at the back. And not knowing the guy who was shooting the whole thing has also been to my program before. 
So he saw me sitting at the bank. And then he went to the container. The container that time was, now he is back home. He's a parliamentarian. I mean, he's quite elderly. He's a lawyer. And I'm saying this to thank you to something. Listen. So he went to him and he said, there's a mighty man of God. He's a prophet. He said, and they said, oh, go and bring him. So they said, process. And this has been my story. I don't push. I don't force. I don't scheme. I don't believe in scheming. So they came for me from the back, took my back, and walked me. And then they gave me a seat. My seat was next to Massimo. I didn't give my card. I didn't tell anybody. And I sat down quietly. And they teach him. My goodness, that day. It was about leadership. It was awesome. I wrote copious notes. Copiously. Writing, 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 writing. I was into it. Writing. And now, when we finished teaching, he's, he's a very good singer. Too. He was. He's late now. He was a very good singer. And he started singing songs. My goodness. The whole atmosphere was electrified. And I sense you sound worship, worship. And I sense I start from administration. I sense in the Holy Spirit. But God had not told me to do anything. So I was still sitting there. So he, he did, he did, he did. And then he gave the microphone to the conveyor. Like he's finished. So they should close this. So the conveyor came. He's not a boy. He came. And then he was dismissed. And when he was about to dismiss the program, he was praying, and then he said, and I said, no, no. I said that God wants to do something. Yeah. And then, you know, in a big meeting with leaders like that, ah, five people prophesy, this one prophesy, this one prophesy, this one prophesy, this one. And so he was, again, after the five prophecies, he wanted to close. And then he started thanking God to finish. And then he said, no, thank you everyone for well, availing yourself for the prophecy, but there's something specific that the Lord wants to do. And uh, I think we've not yet. And then he was standing there. He was standing there. Before I realized, I had not heard anything to present to you people. He just gave the life for three years. And when I took, it's a big program, so you can't say so when I took the microphone, it was when I took three steps that the Lord started to speak to me. Amen. And the Lord through me told him that you are going to be an MP in your country. He was not an MP. Amen. And you move from this country to your country. And when you go, they'll make you an MP. And when you become an MP, you will start fellowships in Parliament. Amen. Amen. He became an MP. He did fellowships in Parliament. He became a regional minister. He convened, I mean, brought a lot of people together to start, I mean, fellowship. The, the church that he started in Parliament is still there. Amen. Not knowing, not carefully. He didn't, he, he, he didn't want to go because he was doing very well. He's a lawyer. He's an accomplished person. He's got a, I mean, so he didn't want to go to Ghana to become so God brought clear direction to him. And I think people around him also agreed because they didn't want him to go. And 
And then Mass Moreau, the next one to Mass Moreau, wrote, said a lot of things that I said. As you become so popular and God takes you to all over the world and God uses you, because they will think you are enlightening people of African descent, they will conspire and kill you. He was killed by the plane crash. And it was a sabotage. It was an assassination. So, and then other things too. Do you know, you know people, when you hear the voice of God, things happen. Do you know when we close the service? Hey, they jumped me. It was almost like the, the conference was done for me. Everybody came. They were taking my thing. And I said to the gentleman who took me. I said, take me. Let's go. Because it was almost like the conference is shifting from the container to me. And that is not what that's what prophecy is meant for. I've done what I'm supposed to do. I don't need to hijack. It's this young, young ministers who like will become and maybe I'll give my cast to people and maybe tell them I'm here, I'm in happening. And at that time I've come new, so ah, you get what I mean? Yeah. Only two weeks. So you need you need to be no. I made him hijack me quickly, take me out of the place. Noted. The following day, he came to take me to the program. I said, no, I'm not going again. I finished what God wants me to do. I won't go again. So thank you. He was shocked. Ah, the people, the people. You can't. I said, no, 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 no. God, I don't like that. No, no. Somebody said, Amen. Quietly, I didn't go again until the program was over. Noted. Dr. Mas Moreau, he was recording the whole thing to sell. That kind of thing. And when we were editing, he put me in it, and my situation went the whole world. How did I get to know? Years later, that time, we used to use, you know, the VHS, that big, and you put it in, and then you go, pop, and then it falls inside. I, I, I joined a club, because those days, if you want to get good teaching material, it's not easy unless you're in America and that kind of thing. So, you know, I joined a club. Now you go, and then with your club membership, you just take some teaching materials and then. So when I went, I took leadership, leadership, leadership. And one of his days was in what I took. So I was watching the thing. And still I was taking those things. I, I, I didn't, this is years later. I didn't forget that it was that program that I went. And whilst I was watching, getting to the end, I saw myself prophesying. <laughs> I nearly ran out of the room. What did I say? <laughs> I can't stand by some but Then later I remembered. Ah, this is... So he has taken me all over. Without struggle, without manipulation. Somebody say amen. amen. And this is what I want to bring you to. Hear the voice of God all the time. We met, we met in the Roberts University again. Uh, not knowing that he also had similar experience, he went to the I mean, Roberts University as well. And when he went, you know, he, he was, he, in his second year, he became the chaplain of the entire school. Amen. So when we met, uh, it was a new course that they had introduced, charismatism in the 21st century. And, uh, and what's it doing? And he said, man of God, let's talk. Let's talk. Oh, friends. When I said, I remember you. 
And as I also remember, you know, there was something laughing at that. I mean, talking about it. And this is so beautiful. You see, it's beautiful when you don't what? Push. Somebody say, Amen. And God, I said this to say that. If He says He'll connect you, all that you need to do is to hear His voice. Not when it's convenient. If you want to do it only when it's convenient, somebody say, Amen. You'll miss God. You'll miss God. When it's easy, you'll miss God. Somebody say amen. amen. So learn to listen to the voice of God or hear the voice of God at all times. Four, ponder the consequence of your actions all the time. Always, always ponder the consequence. This action, words that I'm using, what can it bring? Can it bring disaster? Can it cause havoc? If you don't think of the consequence of your action, most of the time you will act, and then when the consequence is happening, then you begin to sort of like blame situations and blame people. But then you have forgotten that it was your action because action and reaction is equal and opposite. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Hello? Please be careful before you speak. Before you act, especially as a child of God, think about the consequences, the repercussions before you do. So when you're about to act and then people say, oh, pause, pause, take it easy, take it easy. You, if you think you are right, still take it easy. Because wisdom is not in the head of one person. Somebody say amen. amen. Take it easy, sit down. And what? Weigh the pros and cons. Because when you act and the replication and the results is coming, you don't have control anymore. Somebody say amen. But most people, they act, they don't think about the consequence. They act and then later they are moving about, they want to control. It's out of your control now. It is your action that was in your control. Always, it's your action that is in your control. After you act, the result is not, it's out of your hands. So always, please, don't do things that will demote you. Don't act in a way that will bring you down. No, you don't need that. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Let me finish on this because it's getting too full. And, uh, our fasting is still going on, so I don't want to. I've kept you already, but still, I mean, it's not me, actually. Today, I think they are doing, uh, how do you call it, Silverstone. There is, I mean, something going on. So, it's a long traffic. Yeah. It's not Hamilton coming here, isn't it? Yeah, because it's, I think it's the racing thing. Yeah. Anyway, the number of people that are trooping there, it's just incredible. Anyway, let's finish with the last one. Always focus on your primary assignment. Always. You see, in life, you, you, can, you, you may be able to do so many things, but let your life focus on your main assignment or your main purpose. Focus on your primary assignment. If you spread yourself thinly, your impact will be reduced. Amen. Amen. That means you want to be involved in everything. Everything. You want your hand to be in it. Everything.